Healthy Children with the American Academy of Pediatrics on Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. Summer is so fun for kids, but it's also a dangerous time and lands many people in the emergency room. So here's some injury prevention. My guest today is Jennifer Hoekstra. She's Safe Kids Coordinator at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. So let's talk about top 10 list for summer safety, starting with this kids in car business. Oh, it's so fun to be out and about doing stuff out of the ordinary in the summer, but it truly brings up so many other injury opportunities. So number one, never leave your kids alone in the car, not even for a second, because we know within the first 10 minutes of being alone in the car, after the car has turned off, the temperature goes up by 20 degrees in the car. And we also know that a child's body heats up five times faster than an adult. So the the heat can get so quick and turn off those systems and a child can die. Already this year, 12 children have died because they've been left alone in the car. Wow. I mean, I just, you know, you see that and and people are now becoming more media savvy about this and taking right. pictures of a kid and then calling the police right away. And, Absolutely. you know, so if you spot a child in a parking lot, you know, it's not a bad idea to call the police and make sure because if you walk away and don't get involved, that child, you could be reading about that child. So, Absolutely. so definitely something to get involved. Okay. Helmets. I am forever I'm- fighting. Oh, always, always wearing a helmet. We are going to wear a helmet when we ride a bike, a scooter, a skateboard, a ripstick, anything with wheels that you make go with your own feet. All kids and their parents. And their parents, yes. (laughs) It's a great, it's a great way to reduce injury. We know that a helmet can reduce the risk of injury by up to 80%. And over half of the injuries we see coming into the emergency department in the summer are head injuries from bicycle injuries. So we want to make sure that we're protecting our heads. Put that helmet on. And what about being a water watcher? Yes. I was going to say when you're out having fun at the neighbor's pool, in your own backyard pool, at the lake, at the ocean, wherever you might be, make sure you designate a person to be a water watcher. That's somebody who is targeted with the job of not being distracted by anything. They're not putting on anybody's sunscreen. They're not reading a magazine. They're not checking a text message. They're truly the one person who is designated as the water watcher. We should never leave kids unattended around water or in water because they can drown in as little as one inch of water. And it's not like the movies. It's not noisy and splashy. It's very, very quiet and very, very quick. Okay, life jackets when boating. I, I, we have a lake house. We boat, and my 16-year-old son now says I'm not required by law to wear a life jacket mm. when we're out on the boat now. And I and, said I don't he, care you know, what the law is. <laughs> it does depend on what state you're in, so I don't want to speak specifically to different laws. But do know your laws. Know what the boating laws are in your community. But we know that 84% of people that drowned in 2013 were not wearing a life jacket. So if we can reduce that number and put a life jacket on all people on the boat, we know if there's other objects that are happening, I don't know, sometimes let's say partying on the boat, people are getting distracted, they're not always paying attention, especially our kids. We've got to have life jackets on them and not floaties, not little ducky rings around their belly. This is truly a U.S. Coast Guard approved life jacket that can do just that, save their life. No kidding. And what about hydration? It's hot out. People are, you know, busy doing things. 
for sure. It's something that we are really pretty good at. I feel like parents are good about giving their kids a drink when they're hot, but I want to encourage even more. Give your kids a water bottle. Take outside, put it on the back deck. Anytime they're playing, drink, drink, drink. If you become dehydrated, the risk of injury skyrockets. So whether you're playing in the yard, or taking a walk, or just lounging, keep drinking. And water is the best thing to drink because it really refuels your body and keeps you free from injury. Okay, screens. This next one's interesting to me because they're not made to keep kids in the house. They're made to keep bugs out. People lean against them and fall. All the time that happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. It happens all year long, but specifically in the spring and summer. Our kids are curious creatures. They want to look out the window. They want to see what's happening. So I encourage parents to always make sure that you keep your window stop or locked at no more than four inches open, especially when children are in the same room. That's the proven number that kids can't get out a four-inch open window. So many of our newer windows have those stops or those pop-outs that happen, and those are at four inches. If your windows don't, I encourage you to invest in a relatively inexpensive from your local home good store, Home Depot, Lowe's, something like that, and add that to your window to keep the child from leaning against the screen and falling out. Help them to realize the screen is made to keep the bugs out, not to keep them from falling out. Okay, lawn mowing. Oh, man, this is the one. All kids need to be inside when the lawn is being mowed. As simple as that. It is never okay to have multiple people riding on the lawnmower. It's not a um, a rite of passage to let Grandpa have your little one on his lap while he's driving the John Deere. It's best to keep kids out of the yard so they don't get hit by shooting objects, they don't get run over backwards or forwards. Often we're doing a good job as adults when we're mowing the lawn of protecting our ears. You know, we've got music or we've got the headset on or the headphones, but then we don't hear the children hollering at us. So if you just do the simple thing, keep kids in the house when you're being when you're mowing the lawn, it truly does reduce those risks of injury. Absolutely. And now some of the other ones, trampoline. Now, I have a 13-year-old, Jennifer, and she is all over me. There's no way in heck that I'm going to buy a trampoline. You wouldn't catch me with one of those in the backyard. (laughs) I don't care what she does for me. I know. It's hard because so often parents do want to invest in a trampoline, and it does seem to be this great exercise for kids and so fun. If you do choose to use a trampoline, it's best to set very good rules for that trampoline. I encourage parents to limit the number of jumpers to either one, maybe two at a time. Often the injuries we see from these kids on trampolines is multiple jumper injuries where maybe we're banging heads or we're landing on each other's ankles or wrists and breaking them that way. Our trampolines have gotten safer. I will say that. The safety netting has really come a long way, but it's all about the number of jumpers. So make sure you set good rules and enforce those rules. Okay, now this one, this next one I know about. We do shows here for Shepherd Center, which is a brain and spinal mm-hmm. cord injury center, Jennifer. Yes. And they said under no circumstances in any situation ever should children be diving anywhere. Correct. And not even for I school. Am... They said Japan canceled diving. No more diving. Really? I didn't yeah. hear that. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense. If you think about it, we're entering water at a high rate of speed in many cases. So we always educate our kids, always enter water feet first. Because especially if you're talking about what we call the dark waters, whether it's the, the lake, the pond, the river, the ocean, something you can't necessarily see the bottom of, you never know what's directly below that surface. And it may end in a result in an injury to your foot or your ankle, but that's 
so much more fixable than a head, neck, or spine injury. So well, teaching and even, your kids to always enter feet first. Yes, and even in what I learned was, you know, when the tide is coming in, people sort of just wade in and dive into yep. the tide, but you right. don't know how shallow that truly you is. no idea. Yeah. And so some countries are now eliminating diving in schools. No more diving. You just yeah. shouldn't be going headfirst into anything. Right. If you break your legs, then you break your legs. But if you break your head, right. then that's it. So Absolutely. That's a- so feet first into any type of water is a great, great teaching tool. Now we have one last. We have 30 seconds walking, texting. Perfect. Hit it. So when you are out doing fun things with your friends this summer, put your electronic devices down. We are seeing the number of pedestrian injuries jump because so many of our kids are head down into an electronic device as they're walking. It's important that you make eye contact at the corners, you cross at the safe designated crossing areas, and put those devices down and be aware of your surroundings as you're walking through the neighborhoods and across the street. That is Freaking fantastic information and so, so important. All of these things, never leaving a child alone in a car, wearing life jackets, don't dive ever, always go in feet first, lawn being mowed, and put down the phones and devices when your kids are out walking to friends' house and walking around in the city in the summer because these are some of the most dangerous things. And if you missed any of them, listen to this show again. Share it with other parents you know and make your kids listen to it. So important. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well. Stay well.